Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly Amber Thiessen, how are you today? Kimberly Amber Thiessen, you know, fun fact, the 90210 Malibu Beach House is actually located in Hermosa Beach. Was that a Malibu Beach House? Yeah, it was, their, it was their Malibu Beach House that they would go to, this blue beach house. I think uh, last I saw it was up for sale for 15 million. Would really? you want that house for 15 million? No, it's right on the corner where like Manhattan and Hermosa meet. I no, I don't want to live on the strand. I'm not a strand gal. Okay, but if you're listening and you're in Scotland right now and you have no clue what we're talking about, the strand basically is on the beach. We have a like a like a walking path adjacent to the beach that the houses are on. They call it the strand. So all day long, people are walking up and down, up and down, up and down in front of your house all day long. That would drive me batshit long term. So no. Yeah, and I mean, then you couldn't walk around with the schmeckle out. I feel like I'd come out of the shower with my uh, my schmeckle. I'd want to do uh, I'd want to do helicopters for the people that are uh, out in the cheap sheet. The cheap, cheap seats, cheap seats. But listen, we've now passed the chit chat section of the show, and this is where people. And will, if you're still here, this is where people either leave or they stay. I, I don't know what's happening, but what are we talking about today? What do you want to talk about today? Because I usually you surprise me. Today you're surprising me. What are we talking about? So last. week, week my 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 DMs were blowing up with your podcast with Tiffany Carter. It is called uh Project Me. She's the real Tiffany Amber Thiessen. The real Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Uh she apparently you did a podcast with her that blew up the internet. And I think that <laughs> I'm I'm a little concerned as to what you said on there and who you offended. Uh, but 
apparently whatever you did resonated. And I heard it was about vision and reading your vision. The messages I was getting was about you reading your vision for our family. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping that was it. And it wasn't something you said that was offensive that people were latching onto, but it blew up. And so today I thought we would talk about vision because you know, obviously we've launched our dream life course and I've had some conversations with people who are in it and they're realizing that it's as, it's not as easy as you think to answer the question, what do you want? It took us until like three months ago to actually determine what we wanted. It took over a year of of back and forth and in figuring it out and going through the strategies we list out in our dream life course for us to figure it out. So it it's more time consuming and complicated uh, than you think it's going to be because really figuring out what you want is the key to creating the success that will fund what you want. And you did a beautiful job creating uh, putting our vision into words. I have my vision handy, but before we get before we get to that, I think you know as a, as you're sort of describing this, the people who have been reaching out to you. And I don't listen to podcasts, so I have no clue. Yeah, I don't think you've ever listened to one podcast I've done. I'm on 300 or something right, right now. <laughs> That's another conversation for another day. I listened to half of the first one with Darren. Does that count? Uh, not really. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Look, this this podcast blew up for a multitude of reasons. As I'm getting older, I don't know what happens. Your filters with, removing. There's no fucking filter. I <laughs> don't give a fuck what you think about me and or my opinion. That was not the case even even two years ago. I you hit a point where you're just like. I don't, I don't know how to say it any other way. I don't care. You're the old lady at the party without the filter. I do not care if, I, like I am in no way do I want to be insulting to anybody. In no way do I want to be dismissive. I don't want, like, I, I'm sure I am those things, but I don't mean to be those things. Like I'm not like- The intention isn't there. I'm not like all about, you know, let's get, let, let's make this person feel bad. That said, I could give a fuck what you think about me and or my life. And there's a freedom in that. And I think that in that episode, we talked about that. And, you know, she was, she asked me something. I don't remember what, I don't remember what the question was, but we were talking about, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, either want to be life coaches or, you know, they have different things that they're after. And I just, I made this picture in my mind of, you know, this bullshit that is on social media all day long. And I said to her, you know, I can't tell you how many people I know personally who can't stand a particular person. And I will see, you know how like when you, when your friends like something on a post, you could see what they've liked. I will see a group of people that I know can't stand this person liking everything that they do. And you can't help but look at that and go, we like, what is this feed that we are lost in, this line of bullshit that we are selling each other all day long that is to the end of trying to get people into some funnel to buy some product. Or alignment or something. It's like Survivor. You know, when you go on Survivor, when you watch Survivor and there are alliances 
But then you see the behind the scenes of the alliance and they're really backstabbing each other. Like that's what, it, that's what social media feels like to you know, me. I said, I said to her, if I see one more girl that is holding her ponytail with a big round California hat, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. And she just started, like she couldn't even, she was, she was like lost for air. She well, was it trying becomes to- monkey see, monkey do. Like you see one person with a picture and then you see that same theme of the picture replicated through a a, a plethora of people. And it just becomes a lack of authenticity. And I think as you're getting into your, your golden years, as you're evolving, I think you are having a lesser and lesser tolerance for, for BS and authenticity is what you're craving. And I know for me, I'm not, I mean, I'm 42 and I don't think it has anything to do with age. I think the world is craving real right now, as opposed to the highlight reel, because the highlight reel is just such BS. The the highlight reel is not real. So, you know, I think what I'm looking for at this stage of my life is originality and everybody is chasing everybody else. You know, do you remember, you remember in the Grammys when Pharrell came out with the hat? You know, the big yeah, wide. And then everybody brim. had the hat. And then like you went into Starbucks and like the guy is like got his pants pegged and he's got a big giant hat. It's like it's we are just chasing each other's thing. And so it's because anyway, so that that the podcast was mostly about that stuff. And it I was think about you ranting. And then and then it led into, so you know, what are you working on now? And I said, you know, it, it's like there's two components to this. One was we had this big giant dream to live in Southern California and we've accomplished the dream, right? We've been here, uh, I guess, how long are we here? A year and a half? Yeah. Okay. We're here about a year and a half and there was something missing. And she said, well, you know, what is it that's missing? I said, I, I, I haven't been able to put my my finger on it, but there's been, you know, there's been two things that have happened since we've been here. One is there's, I mean, let's take the pandemic aside because the world is experiencing the pandemic, but you know, we have gone into this crazy place in America of, you know, uh, people, point, people point, yeah, divide, people pointing guns at each other. With COVID lockdown, school shootings have slowed or regular shootings have slowed. Now things are opening up and guess what's, guess what's increasing? Shootings everywhere, right? So now we've got riots and riots in the street for, for an untold amount of things. You know, uh, I'm sure they're all justified, but there's still riots. And I- Well, there's protest and there's riots. There's they're both. different, but there's both. yeah. There's both protest. I don't care. Like protest away. Because they're like, going to protest all over Europe every day. <laughs> I could I could care less if you're protesting. I just don't want to be the victim of one of your bullets. Or you get the idea. I don't on want, either side. On either side. I, I'm not even. I'm I'm walking down the middle because I I don't have a, a political agenda. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not this. I'm not that. I look I look at each thing and make. And you're have independent. A, and have an we opinion like on each thing, right? So I, I'm not storming the Capitol anytime soon. We're not loving the energy. So the energy is just not feeling good. So that led into the conversation of, well, what do you want? I said, you know, a buddy of mine, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but it's worth mentioning at this stage, you know, said to me, I said, you know, living in California is a 10 for me. Living in Italy is a 10 for me too. And I'm not exactly sure which one to do because they're both important. He said, well, if you have two years left to live, where would you live? And that answer was super clear for me. The answer was Italy. So that that led into a conversation of why do I want to go to Italy? So, you know, Tiffany said, well, what is it about Italy? And I said, you know, if it's cool with you, I will read 
a vision. The way I work best when I'm working on a big goal is I like to write out the vision of what my life will be like in a very granular way in a very specific way. So, you know, if you're open to it, I'd love to read what my vision is for living in Italy and why I want to do it. And she said, yeah, sure. So I pulled out my iPhone and I read this and and I've gotten, I don't know, 70 direct messages around this vision. So I thought it would be appropriate or Kim thought it would be appropriate to read here. So we live in a magnificent palazzo in Florence that mixes old world charm with state-of-the-art amenities. Our expansive outdoor terrace has sweeping scenes of the city and nearby rolling hills of Tuscany, giving us a bird's eye view of what we came there for. My day begins at 6 a.m. in our home office with a view, meditating, journaling, reading, and preparing myself for a great day ahead. At 7 a.m., the ringing church bells signal that Sophia is on her way in to see me. Mommy transfers the football to me to help me make breakfast so she can do her meditation. Sophia finds her way into her International School of Florence uniform. And as a family, we head to the bus stop. Along our walk, we chit-chat with Sophia about life and we stay connected to her. We see her onto the bus and watch as it points itself towards her day of education in a magnificent villa in the hills of Tuscany. Kim and I stroll to Cibreo for our morning coffee, taking in the sounds and sights and vibe of Florence waking up. As our cappuccini disappears, leaving behind only its traces, we head home to work on projects that excite us. As the morning dissolves into the afternoon, we head for our energy-shifting workouts to recenter ourselves to give Sophia our total attention. Some days we take the afternoon off to explore the art and culture that lives in our beautiful adopted city. Our nights are filled with aperitivo hours and evening passeggiatas and dinners made from passion. On the weekends, we explore Tuscany's food and wine and truffle festivals in beautiful surrounding countryside. When the desire hits us, we hop on quick flights to places like Paris and Mykonos or Spain to take advantage of all the great countries that are around us. In the summertime, we swap Florence's heat for Southern California's summers. Our beach house has stunning sunset views and is positioned perfectly to walk everywhere. During the day, it's all about surfing, bicycling, and playing on the beach. And the evenings take us into town for ice cream and meetups with friends. We appreciate the simple and deeply fulfilling pleasures of living our La Dolce Vida meets California dreaming lifestyle. So you'll hear in that vision lots of nuances that are particular to us. For example, the name of the coffee shop that we want to go to. Um, an evening aperitivo hour means uh, at, at night before dinner, they they get together for cocktails basically is what it is. But it's a, it's a specific thing there. Like you go to restaurants and they have free aperitivo. food. Yeah, that free food and, you know, a Campari spritz or an Aperol spritz, that kind of thing. It's mostly just another excuse to have a drink and be social, right? That's what they do. So what I did was I wrote it in such a way that I can see myself living it. And it didn't seem too far 
from what I wanted, but it felt like a reach for me to figure out, well, how am I going to unwind our life here in California and make that vision a reality? But I was able to see the reality. And then what I did was I created a poster that directly matched everything in that story. So I was lining up all the um, all the subconscious parts of me to see the vision in a poster board and to read it. So I'm, I'm an auditory guy. I like to hear things. So when I'm reading it, I'm hearing myself read it and I remember it better. But second to that, I'm visual. So I went to Kinko's and I had it blown up into poster size. And I picked the best pictures I can that depict that story to tell my brain that it's real. And then what has been happening is every day we have taken another step on making this 14 month vision a reality. Now here's what happens when you do something like this. When you first do it, it feels like, oh my God, this is so far away. This is never going to happen. And then eventually your brain starts to see it as reality. And then there's an acceleration that happens. And then the acceleration is you start taking daily actions and those daily actions go faster than you think they're going to go. And then there's a gap between the reality of the life that you're living and the reality of the life that you want to live and your brain wants to accelerate it. So then the conversation then becomes, well, what if we didn't do it in a year and a half? What if we did it for this next school year, which begins in September, which at the recording of this episode is four months away? What does that look like? And so right now we're at the stage of looking into that conversation. And within that conversation, we're now starting to realize, well, that doesn't feel much like a reality. How are we like, what are we going to do with our car? What are we going to do with? And so now everything becomes compressed. Well, two weeks ago, when we had that conversation, it felt like there's no way we're going to be able to do it. And now the conversation of is moving into, it doesn't look so easy to do it, but we might be able to do it. And I guarantee you that in two to three weeks from now, it will be, of course, we're going in 90 days. Like, of course. So the reason why I'm telling you this is I want you to see in real time how this works. Super far-fetched. Holy shit, this will never happen. But you have a vision, you have a poster, you're looking at it, gets compressed. And then what was a five-year goal becomes a two-and-a-half-year goal, becomes a six-month goal, depending upon what the goal is. I think the one missing piece for people is belief, though. Because, you know, you might be listening to this going, okay, I've made a vision board and da-da-da-da. Okay, what he's talking about is not a vision board. This is crafting our dream life literally crafting our dream life not a vision board i don't have wor- we don't have words on it that mean something to us or the watch we want or like it's not that it's our dream life and one step one is getting clear on what you want your life to actually look like so rob when you read that what is so important about how you did that is taking yourself through your average day not the bachelor, you know, the the bachelor romantic whisking off to whatever, like, although that does sound dreamy, 
It's by creation and it's your average day. It's a good point. Like if I if I wrote, you know, Kim and I are making out under the bridge and we're making mad passionate love in, you know, in Florence and heli- all around Europe. And helicopters, yeah. you know, whisk us to San Moritz. Yeah, that's a vision, but that's not what Tuesday looks like. Yeah. And if you can make Tuesday, this is a really good point that you just make. It made if you can make Tuesday exciting, your brain can look at that much easier. So it's not like, like if I have, you know, the vision of, you know, a a helicopter picking us up on a rooftop in a rooftop hotel in Florence and taking us, you know, skiing in the Dolomites for the weekend, I could create and craft that vision, but it's not telling a story about your life. It's telling a story about a thing. When you have a Rolls Royce, it's it, it's it's a story about I got this car, but then two weeks later, it's like it's, a it's car. just a car. Yeah. Like you know, like yeah, it's a Rolls Royce. So when you have these one offs, these big goals with the million dollars, the five million dollars, the Rolls Royce, the helicopters to Semmer, all of these things, it's like a one off thing, right? Can but you when can it, you but, write the story? But of- when it's like in the morning, I hear the church bells, and I'm walking through the cobblestone streets, and we go to coffee. These are you know, quote, mundane things that are pleasurable. Yeah. And and so that clarity on what you would do on a Tuesday <laughs> is really what this is all about because the the big purchase, like you said, the one-off, that's only gonna, the, the excitement and the, wow, I did it is only gonna last so long. You know, it, it's the Instagram pic and, you know, the congratulations, but then what, right? Like, unless you're gonna write about how you're riding around in that car or whatever it is, like it, it probably doesn't deserve much of a piece of that vision. I'm not saying you can't want things. You can definitely want things. And there are things Rob and I want, but we're right now talking about vision for your life. So in our dream life course, our free dream life course, and we'll give you the details on how to get that in a minute. But in our free dream life course, we literally walk you through the steps to creating the vision for your life. Why? Because if you're going to manifest something, you're not manifesting the how. You're manifesting based on the why. If you Think about the why you want something. All of the, what Rob read there created a vibration in his body, in my body. It created a a vision that we can see and taste and feel and touch and understand and hear. Like he, in that vision, he used all of the senses and that makes it real and that creates clarity and that's the why. The fastest way to stop the manifestation from happening is to constantly focus on the how. You have to first focus on the why. So if you don't have clear vision of the why, the how is never going to show up. The how shows up once you have clear vision on the why. And Rob and I, a couple of weeks ago, we're, we're sitting here and we're talking about how we just feel like now that we have complete clarity on what we want the doors are opening. We've never had so many green lights in a row than than we do right now. It's like things are falling into our lap to make this vision come true and to make this reality, what we thought was maybe a year away, so much closer. And if we stay locked on the why, the how shows up. 
And that's what we're talking about. That's the importance. And I think people get it backwards. People focus on the how. What's the business? What's the model? Where am I going? How can I make money? How, 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 how? But they forget about why they're doing it in the first place. And then they end up just working excessive hours <laughs> at home versus in an office or on their passion project. That's great. But they forget about why they're doing it in the first place. And so for us, I'll never forget when we landed in Hermosa, we didn't even have furniture. And Rob's like, okay, we got to create the next vision. I was like, can I just settle for a minute and figure out this one? It took us a year. It took us a good solid year to figure out the vision. That happens through contrast of what you're living. Like we had to live the contrast in California. And by the way, please don't take this as American bashing. I like I've I've gotten a few comments about that. Don't take it as American bashing. We are we live and or I I'll speak for myself. I have a global mindset. I don't look at this as one country versus another. I love California. I love living at the beach. I love where we're at. I don't like the energy in the country right now and I'm allowed to feel that way. I don't like that Sophia's school has to go through Sandy Hook renovations so someone can't come in and blast the kids. Like that sucks. You know, that reality, hearing the drills um, that are our active shooter drills because we live right next to the school, hearing that and knowing my child is going through active shooter training, that sucks. Okay, I don't like that. That's America right now. Well, she's not doing active shooter training. No, you know no, I mean? they're, like, they're telling- unless, unless she's got an AK-47 no, 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 under the bed. That's not what I mean. I mean- I'm, I'm adding a little bit of, you're making me uncomfortable. So okay. I'm adding, well, I'm adding listen, a little bit of levity here. You just want to lighten the load. I want to lighten the load because I'm get, I'm squeezing my ass a little bit right now. If I can make you uncomfortable, that's pretty amazing. No, I'm but teasing. Your, your your point is well taken. I'm going to- I'm gonna, You're going to take gonna, it away from me I'm now? Gonna, I'm going to drive from here, okay? okay. I've given you a long time to drive, Okay. I wanted to add a couple of things. The first thing is one of the things I felt uncomfortable about, this was my own shit. I felt like I told the world that I want to move to, we want to move to California. And, you know, this is the life and I'm, you know, sharing on social media how much I love surfing. How dare I change my mind and say, I want to move somewhere else when I have told the whole world that I'm living in California. So I made up- And they're going to be mad at you. And they're going to be mad at me. And they're going to be like, (laughs) traitor. And How dare you change your vision? I don't know where that comes from, where we're supposed to like do one thing and nothing else. But there was a part of me that, and frankly still does, that is so silly that just saying it out loud is actually therapy for me. But there are- you know, we've used this term before. There are rockets of desire that come, right? And, uh, <laughs> and rocket of desire that comes. Okay, well, uh, in vibration, in vibration, you get the you get the idea. It's a little it's a little early for us to be talking about that, but there there are desires that you want to have, and those desires change, right? So, you know, one day while we're in Atlanta, we've got this contrast of not being on the ocean and being in, you know, stupid hot humidity and not with, you know, not in great sunny skies, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that contrast made us want to come to California. And we came here and we're like, oh my God, this is heaven. This is great. But rockets of desire change. And there are times in your life where you are, you are getting a message from the universe that you should be doing something else. And for you, it may be that instead of hearing church bells ringing in the morning, you get out, 
you know, you're in Colorado and you get out and you're walking on the snow and you feel the steps that you take on the snow crunching. And that excites you as you're on your way for your morning hot cocoa, right? So everybody has their own thing, their own version of what this is. So I, I would ask you to honor that version by exploring it. And if you don't know what it is, we've said this before, but go high and write down what you do know. I do know that I'd love to get up in the morning and just, you know, I love the sound of snow crunching under my feet as I'm walking. That just is exciting. And I'm walking with the dog and the dog is playing in the snow, you know, if that's your thing. And you don't know what state that is. You don't know what job you're going to be doing. You don't know when it's going to be, but you know that that's something that excites you. So open a notebook and write that down. And then the next day you get another idea. And it's like at night, I'm sitting with the family in front of a roaring fireplace and we're looking out over the mountain and I can't believe that I get to live this dream. And all I can see is snow-capped mountains around me, right? For me, that is not that exciting. I would rather not be cold, okay? <laughs> so, Such but, a diva. But for somebody else, that is extraordinarily exciting. So you have to, you have to honor that. Did you want to jump in to say something? Well, I wanted to say one thing. Look back in your in your life to the things that you've wanted previously. Rob and I, we made a scrapbook on what we wanted our life to look like. I'm going to say this was probably somewhere around 2007-ish, 2008-ish, somewhere in that in that year span. Uh, and that, I wish we could find it. I, I can't, I cannot for the life of me find this scrapbook. But what it said was, we are going to spend six months in Italy and six months in California. We were going to split our year six months in six months. And that's 15 years ago. I love Italy. You love California. This has always been the plan. So us coming to California and living here and saying, okay, now we want to do Italy. That's literally been our plan from day one. It's just once we had Sophia, we realized six months and six months is not so easy when they're in school. So it's going to be 10 and two. And we thought maybe it would be 10 and two. California is the 10, Europe is the two. And now we're doing it the other way and doing 10 in Europe and two in California. So you're not selling out of your old dream. You are actually stepping into the original dream, which was to be bicontinental because the contrast of living in California, you know, Sophia, you were my husband who is obsessed with perfect weather was gifted a child who's obsessed with change of weather and rain (laughs) and her, it gets on, it, it annoys her that there is, it's 70 and sunny every day. Like it actually annoys her. She's like, what is it? Another great day outside? Like she wants the contrast of cool and snow and rain and sun. And she wants that. Like I just told her, I was reading to her about her school uniform in um, the International School of Florence, which she has now been accepted to. And I said, do you know when it's wet outside, they make you put on rain boots. You should have seen her eyes light up that one, 
how they would even allow the children to play in the rain or in the in the damp. Like that wouldn't happen here. You're not allowed outside. She, her eyes lit up and she's so excited about the fact that it could possibly rain. That's been our vision all along. And we're just flipping the number of months here and there, but that has been the vision. So look back in your life. What is the thing that you've always been drawn to? I have always been drawn to views. I love to be up high and see a view, which is why I don't want to be down on the strand in the sand. I'd rather be up high on a bluff looking out. Like I love views. I want a high rooftop in Florence for views. And so for me, any vision I'm going to have is going to include a view, right? And that's why I wanted the yard. So if we can't see the ocean, I at least want a view of something beautiful. That inspires me. That lights me up. So for me, it's views. It's also, there's something for me that draws me to Italy. Uh, I think be be aware of where you are and how the the environment around you, whether it's somewhere in the US or, or outside of the US, be connected to yourself enough to know that some places give you energy. Some places suck your energy out. Like for me, I go to New York. That sucks the life right out of me. I think it's really cool for three days, but I like I would feel drained every day if I lived in New York, whereas other people go and it, and it revives them and it gives them energy. So be mindful about where you are and maybe there's a place in the world that calls your name and that your soul feels full. And you're saying, well, that would be ridiculous if I moved to Costa Rica. Like I couldn't move to Costa Rica. Like why not play the what if game? What if you did? Start searching it and see what if you did that? What would it look like if you did live somewhere else? Why can't you? You know, what's holding you back? Yeah, or what could it look like? Or what could it look like? And sometimes people don't do that. They they shut that their dream down initially because they don't believe it can happen. And and it totally can. It can happen and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be born, raised and die in the same city. Like you are allowed to move to a different place that fills your soul and gives you energy. So, so explore it for you. And maybe it's the mountains, maybe it's a lake, maybe it's a beach, who knows? Maybe it's being around your family. I don't know. All right, so here, here's uh, my five-step process for doing Did this. Did you just create this that now? I just created. Step number one is go general, right? If you don't know what you want, go general in the way I described with- uh, Or you could just get our Dream Life course and get all of our stuff. You can, you can get, we'll give you the link in, in, uh, in uh, just a minute. So you can go general. Uh, step number one, just write down what you do know. Step number two is write it from a perspective of what your- perfect in quotes day would look like. Don't write it from a big event, you know, where there's like, you know, midget shooting confetti out of their ass, but write it, write it from a perspective of this is what Tuesday looks like. Uh, Number three, read it daily until there's no change. So when you think you have it, you'll wake up early in the morning and you'll read it again and there will be nuances that you'll want to change. There'll be words that you want to change. There'll be sections that you want to move from the bottom to the top. Do that every day. It can take as much as three months to be able to get it to the point where you don't want to change it, okay? So you want to keep going every day. And if you make a change on it, then do not make a poster. Wait till the next day. If you read it again and you don't make a change on it, then 
you get the idea. So keep going until you are not making any changes. And you're looking for words. Only you're going to be able to know this. You should feel little butterflies or you should feel like, oh, that looks fucking good. Like I'm looking at mine now. And when I look at a picture of the place that I talked about for coffee in the morning, I have a reference for what that coffee place is like. So I get excited. I could feel the conversation happening with Kim over a cappuccino in the morning after we've dropped Sophia off because we've lived that. I can actually hear the waitress coming out and saying, ciao, Roberto, Kimberly, like we that we had we had conversations every day. And by the way, if you've been listening to Fry Date for a long time, or if you haven't, go back to the fall of 2019 episodes and they were all recorded for the most part in the mm. cafe that we're talking about mm. because we we were there every morning and we love the cafe. So we did our episodes from the cafe. And then, you know, if I look at like the bottom of that poster, I see uh, California because I'm not done with California yet. <laughs> I see that you actually have to change the pictures on it because we are making a change on where we're coming back to. <laughs> well, here's the good news. It, th- th- there's not a whole lot of difference with what the ocean looks like in uh, LA versus uh, San, San Diego. Diego. That's where we're going to be going. So that would be step number, uh, so let me just recap. So one is go general. Number two is write it in the in the state of a, an everyday sort of occurrence. Number three, read it daily until there's no change. Number four, when there is no change for three days, three days in a row, you're not changing any words, sections, moving, gra- grammar, nothing. Then you begin to make a poster that matches the story. And then step number five, in about a month or so, and you'll know when it's right, ask yourself this question. What if I were to do this in half the time? Because now your brain is starting to become primed for the possibility and you've moved past your inability to believe that you can and you're now in momentum and now's the time to ask when to do it half time. Now notice that this is sequential because you couldn't ask yourself on day one, sitting down and saying, oh, I want to live in Colorado on the mountains. How can I do it in half the time? It's too soon to ask that question. You have to get some things under your belt. All right, so if you want to grab the free Dream Life course, text the words Dream Life to 310-388-9724, and we will send you a link to grab that free Dream Life course, which will walk you through creating the clarity in what you want and all of the very specific steps leading up to having that vision and then putting it into momentum. Be prepared to work though. Don't just take the course passively. Don't just watch the videos. This is not a course where you can like, you know, be on the treadmill and listening to. Like you got to sit down with a pad and a paper and you got to do some heavy lifting. All right, that's it, everybody. Have a great week and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.